Welcome to Why the Hell Are We Friends? I'm Ellis. And I'm Mudge, and we really shouldn't be friends. Mudge is a spiritual guru and loves nothing more than running healing workshops and staring at the stars. Whereas Ellis is a staunch non-believer and can be found regularly staring at me blankly when I talk about crystals and spirits. But despite our spiritual differences, we get on like a house on fire. Or twin flames. Hmm, you've lost me on that. Don't worry. Anyway, join us each week as we scrutinise each other's life choices. Expect horoscope hang-ups, crystal ball conundrums, and my futile attempts to indoctrinate Ellis into the world of spirituality. So let's get to today's topic. Luck! L-U-C-K, just uh, to be clear. Is there any other spelling of luck? I don't know. I just wanted to make sure that it didn't sound like we'd said love or, and then you're listening three minutes in and thinking, this isn't love, this is luck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. So we were maybe going to do a different topic today, but something happened to me that I just couldn't ignore and I thought you would appreciate. Was it something lucky? It was something very unlucky. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not the direction that I saw this going. Eh? No, very unlucky. <laughs> tell me, tell me everything. I went for a little walk and, um, well, I got shat on by a bird. That is very lucky. <laughs> no, it's not it's lucky. It's a very lucky thing. Much honestly, I had been out of the house for less than five minutes. Suddenly, I looked down... And I've got brown shit all yeah. over my arm, okay, yeah. all yeah. over my bag, all over my T-shirt. It's come from nowhere. Like, I can't even see this fucking bird. Honestly, it's a good omen. What? How? It's, con- <sighs> it's considered a very good omen. That's ridiculous. If you think about, like, the statistical likelihood or probability of you being in that exact spot at that exact moment that gravity had interacted with that bird shit so that it actually lands on you, you're very, very lucky. No, very unlucky, because it's so unlikely. That 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 means it's unlucky. Is it... Would you want to be standing there about to go on an hour-long walk and be smelling like shit? No, you're right. It has happened to me... It's happened to me a few times, because, you know, I'm quite a lucky person. <laughs> and there is obviously... The part of me that thinks this is inopportune in terms mm. of where I am and and what I would like to have to hand when something shits on me, um, but it's a good omen. It's a good sign. It is funny you say that about the luck thing, though, because I naturally took a video of myself covered in bird shit <laughs> earlier and sent it to a couple of friends, and the response was the same. Oh, that's... A good luck sign. Yeah. Yeah, it's considered an omen for good luck on the horizon. One of those things, there's no... Well, the closest thing to, like, a a literal understanding of that is because of the likelihood of it happening is so low. In in fact, it's as likely as winning the lottery. (laughs) I honestly can't take this seriously. No, to the extent that a lot of people, when they get pooed on by a bird, will then go out and buy a lottery ticket. But what's... Not correct about that is that I have been shat on by a bird previously, but I have not won the lottery. Did you buy a lottery ticket? No. Ah, but... okay, come on. <laughs> There's only so much luck can do. Okay, well, fine. I've just had a very quick Google of being pooed on by a bird to sort of 
delve a bit further into why this is lucky, but what has come up is a list of five common bird superstitions. Oh, yeah, go on, give me the other ones. Um, so the first one, as we've just discussed, a bird pooping on your head is a sign of good luck. Number two, magpies foretell the future. What do we think about magpies? <laughs> You're looking so serious. So did, we just, did we change the topic to birds halfway through? <gasps> I, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> I know we're supposed to be talking about luck, but I just I, there's now bird superstitions on my screen, and I'm just rolling with it. Okay, I, I mean, yeah, no, no, I didn't even know that was one. Well, because it's one. If you see one magpie, it's one magpie for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told. Okay, yes, okay, so so not sorry. How I interpret it when you first said it was like magpies are like the fortune tellers of the animal <laughs> kingdom. <laughs> like, so when you see a magpie like, and you think something, that'll be like a premonition. That was my understanding of what you just said. Of so course, that's, how that's you why I looked it. at you with that blank expression. Like, <laughs> oh, wow, dear. Well, powerful, yeah. powerful birds. But do you believe in that? Do you believe that magpies can indicate sorrow, joy? whether you're going to have a girl or boy if you're pregnant, I assume. I think if you believe in it, then it can. <laughs> okay. If that makes sense. So I believe that if I was someone who knew that and I walked around with it in my brain, then I would, like, map onto my reality the sign that probably went on to forecast what would happen. I didn't... I think I've had two for joy, maybe, but it wasn't it wasn't at the forefront of my consciousness in a way that I would actually see the magpies and think, oh, but there are loads of other things that I see. Like, if a bird pooed on me, I would for sure be walking away thinking I was lucky. <laughs> okay, do you want the third common bird superstition? I think I'm going to get it. You're going to get it, as in you're going to... No, as in you said, do you want it? And I was thinking... Oh, you're going to get it anyway. I'm going to get it anyway, okay. so, go on. Yes, you are going to get it anyway. Um... <laughs> If a bird flies in the house, change is on the way. A bird flew into my parents' house <gasps> recently. Absolutely terrifying. Flew down the chimney. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. That's my worst nightmare. But what's mad about this is that you would actually want to have a bird in your house, wouldn't you? I mean, you literally did. You used to own a, a bird. That's true. That's true. I would... I, I'm going to be, like, a bit more cynical of this one. Change is on the way. Like, change is always on the way. <laughs> yeah. The only yeah. constant is change. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Uh, we agree on that one. The fourth common bird superstition, I can't believe we're doing this, crows in a churchyard are a sign of bad luck, apparently. I guess you always see them in, in the films when there's yeah. a... But I guess, is that just because there's funerals often happening in churchyards and crows just happen mm, to be there? There is something, like, that people often associate the crow with death that gets a bit sinister. And I did actually have a moment in September where I was away and I was, like, lying on a balcony in the sun and all these crows just kind of landed on the balcony and I found out shortly afterwards that someone had... Died. In fact, I, I. Oh my god! I was about as, to start making crow noises, and I'm really glad yeah. I didn't because oh no. that would have been really inappropriate. I'm sorry. It was. It was mad though. To be fair, you know, this person, I won't go into details, but was old. Yeah. But my brain immediately thought of her when the crows landed. I was like, oh fuck! I want to 
this oh man I hope and then yeah maybe three three or four hours later got a call to say that she died so that's mad again it's like the question is was I responding to the crows was something else coming in did I know that she wasn't very well like all these different variables you can't know for certain but it felt very like mm, these crows are carrying some not good vibes god they're like yeah the 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 death messengers yeah god it it really took a dark turn didn't it with my uh five common bird superstitions what's number five can we, number five can number we five. chance to turn this around i mean this one is horrible as well a bird tapping the window signifies a loved one is trying to get in touch how does a bird sorry does a bird tap with its finger no. do birds don't have fingers? No. does it tap with its beak obviously what else is it tapping with i don't know but it could... i guess it could like if it was on a windowsill it could hypothetically be like this <laughs> imagine imagine if a bird just pulled out a finger and was like that 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 Oh, God. It's actually just reminded me. Um, yesterday, I met this woman, like, she was completely balmy, and she was talking about how she's doing these, like, kind of innovative sound bath things. And she was saying that, that you get the people in the room, and no one plays any instruments, but you're all just, like, invited to make sounds. Like, <laughs> as and when. As and when you think it's, like, necessary. So she's like, it's like a creative soundscape, like, all of organic sounds. And I was like, oh, like, what kind of, what kind of sounds do you do? And she literally, like, she literally... She went, like, you know, someone might be lying near the wall and they might just go like this. <laughs> might just be like just hobbing and like all these organic sounds i was thinking okay like you know there's a market for everything but i I won't be joining one of those anytime soon oh dear (laughs) i mean yeah okay we've massively digressed from today's topic which was about luck or stemming from me being shattled by a bird but we did have one little bird superstition thing that has led me to think of a little question for you on the theme of luck so crows in a churchyard potentially being a sign of bad luck do you believe in bad luck oh that's a really hard question to answer without using 700 million words i think to a certain extent we get served up things by life but i think that's partially influenced by external things partly influenced by internal things so i think a person can influence their luck to a high degree just by the beliefs that they hold to be true but there are some things that happen for reasons beyond our control some of that we don't have as much influence over i also believe in karma so Mm. that kind of interplays with luck a little bit too if you're doing out in the world doing good then you'll get a bird that comes and shits on you (laughs) and other wonderful (laughs) gifts like that will come to you whereas if you are doing less good things then you may be less lucky that said i've had situations where like you give too much energy to something you don't want to happen and it almost will inevitably happen as well. So, yes and no. (laughs) Great. Do you think that a person's luckiness or unluckiness influences their life or, or do you see it as just a series of 
random coincidences. Probably just random. Oh my god, how bleak. Does that pain you? <laughs> just like I think like yeah, if it's just random, ha- I would feel if I believed that and I don't, then I would feel like so disempowered about my ability to like shape the course of my mm. life, whereas believing in this kind of yeah, you can create your own luck and the beliefs that you hold can shape your destiny like makes me want to get out of bed in the morning because otherwise I just otherwise I think I just lie there being like well you know what's gonna happen it's just random coincidence that's why I keep sleeping in <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm going wrong oh my god <laughs> um, what's the most unlucky thing that's ever happened to you Madge oh god I think maybe I was slightly alluding to it with the when you give something too much thought, too much energy, it will inevitably come true. You've literally got hands in your head. I, head in I'm your hands. St- like, it's taken me decades to recover from this. You were there. <gasps> Wait, is it bacon sandwich related? Oh, God, what was that? Oh, no, that's something else. Okay, <laughs> there is. Something else, something else. So, when we were at school... Yeah. There was like a sort of Easter raffle. <laughs> What's that? There was an Easter raffle one year. Obviously, you've forgotten because it was nowhere near as traumatizing for you as it was for me. And this Easter raffle was like a couple of months after I'd started my period. And I remember like on that particular day, like I was having a really heavy period. And I remember like everyone had entered the raffle, I'd entered the raffle. And I was literally sitting there like, I'm fairly sure that I've like leaked through my school uniform here. Like, I pray to God that I don't win this raffle. I pray to God I don't want to win this raffle. I don't want to win this raffle because I knew, like, you know, when you could just feel like, no, something's come through. I just need to not be on that stage in front of the entire school right now. But like almost the will of my mind not wanting it to happen. meant that it's the one and only time I've ever won anything in a raffle. Oh, my God. And I marched up there, kind of knew it was happening, and I could just you feel the energy change in the room. And obviously it's an all-girls school as well, so, like, I mean, it could be worse, but, no, it was still really, really bad. And I still remember the, the, the white chocolate Kit Kat, white Kit Kat Easter egg that I selected from the raffle. Oh, my God. And then I just... I was sad and I, I ate it all. <laughs> I ate my feelings. Um, yeah, so that felt really, really unlucky. Like, again, to be the one person that got picked and for that to be the one time that I've won a raffle. But it did, like, just show me next time that I'm covered in blood, covered in my own period, <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, yeah, what happens, happens. And, and it probably won't happen. And maybe you'll get a chocolate egg at the end of it. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> It's funny you should have a luck-related story relating to a Kit Kat, though. Oh, have you got one? So I was very lucky once with regards to a Kit Kat. I bought a Kit Kat from a shop, opened it up, and the Kit Kat was a pinky red colour. The chocolate was red. And that meant that I, like, won 20 quid. As, like, an eight-year-old, I won money from buying a Kit Kat. How funny that they're both related to... The colour red and Kit Kats. And yours was 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 great great, and yours was was bad. And to be fair, like going back to karma, that maps quite closely onto our conduct as human beings as children. You were 
well behaved, I was a little shit. And so <laughs> you weren't a little shit. <laughs> you were brave and bold, and I was just a bit of a smart ass. <laughs> I was a I was a rule follower. But yes, karma, karma. Do you think? Oh my gosh. Perhaps, perhaps not. I do also think again. If you buy into past lives, I think some of your karma is brought in from birth. From birth? Mm. Bloody hell, what? Yeah, as in there'll be stuff that like unresolved things from the past that you might have to make peace with in this lifetime. And so, yeah, that's obviously without, that's outside of your control, Mm. what you've come in with. So even coming into the world... You've been stitched either, up already. You've been absolutely stitched up. You're either yeah. unlucky or lucky. Yes, definitely. You've got your starting position. Then I believe beyond that, our paths are always in flux. So, you know, you're making decisions, stuff's happening around you, the universe is doing its thing. It's quite hard. Not an exact science, definitely not as black and white as there's lucky people and there's unlucky people. But things you can change and some things you, you can't. Okay, we'll be back shortly with our usual horoscopes and mystic merge to answer your crystal ball conundrums. Welcome back to Why the Hell Are We Friends? It's crystal ball conundrums time. And if you've not heard the podcast before, this is where... You, the listener, send in some queries for Mystic Mudge or Atheist Ellis and we do our best to answer them. This one's from Dan. Hi, Mystic Mudge. I keep being attracted to the same types of guys who are bad news. Is this bad luck or where am I going wrong? I've been there. (laughs) I think it's necessary to go back to where the pattern started so often we are attracted to what's familiar so maybe it was bad luck that you were born to your parents but beyond that it's quite natural and instinctive to want to seek resolution in that story by finding partners who who mirror those same traits and behaviors so you might have been going wrong in not looking closely enough at them discerning whether or not these are suitable partners for you, but your your attraction to them, and this is the bad news, is something that will in all likelihood never go away. So it's helpful to learn the tools to override those desires, um, but there'll be a part of you that, that in all likelihood always wants to play with fire. Speaking from the heart there, Mudge. <laughs> you play with that fire, girl. <laughs> Relatable, Just be careful. Very relatable. <laughs> what do you think, atheist Ellis? Oh, I mean, yeah, being attracted to the same types of guys. It's interesting because when I look at all of my exes, they're all they're all weirdly same, same but different. Um, apart from my current fiance, of course. Um, he uh, was cut from a different cloth and was, you know, the one, obviously. How did you break the mould then, asking for a friend? You know what? Honestly, I think it's it was using a dating app. Yeah. Because all of the other exes I'd met in person naturally through my life, yeah. through, like, 
I don't know, the boys' school next door when I was younger or university or maybe someone like a friend of a friend, mm. but all within the same network. So actually, actually, maybe I broke them all by being on a dating app and meeting someone that I might not normally come into contact with in my usual day-to-day life. That's actually the benefit of the dating apps. If you use them in the same way, i.e. just looking for people, going through, swiping through profiles, looking for people who seem very similar to people that you'd meet outside in your day-to-day life, Mm. then you'll just continue to perpetuate the problems that you face in real-world dating. But you have identified there that for people who do have a tendency to go for the same type, of course, they're on the apps as well, but you can almost circumvent your normal attractions by saying, okay, like, this guy, he seems like not a serial killer and maybe not my usual type, but I can see that that's not been working. Mm. Maybe I could try something different yeah it worked for me so it could work for you that's not a money back guarantee yeah yeah true (laughs) right we've got another one from charlotte here and it's short and snappy is there anything i can do to increase my luckiness what do you reckon mystic mudge yes what we give we receive work with karma whatever you're trying to create or manifest or want more of in your life find ways to start giving and not just like in a monetary sense but your energy to those things that will naturally increase the likelihood of those those things coming to fruition and the other thing is like to look at your internal system of beliefs if you know that you're a very negative person who always (laughs) expects the worst like you're really looking at me in the eyes there if you know <laughs> no, I genuinely wasn't even thinking of you. If you know, then you're looking at the world through those eyes. So you're mm. l- likely to see what's wrong, what's not going my way. Whereas if you really wake up in the morning thinking, I'm the luckiest woman alive, that influences the way you see things and in small ways, the course of your day too. So yeah, internal beliefs and also karma. I like that. I'll try that. <laughs> Next time I do that. Is it maybe... the first time you're taking my, my advice, Ellis? Yeah, the first time. I'll wake up in the morning. Maybe I'll send you a voice, voice note on WhatsApp and say, I'm the luckiest woman alive. <laughs> and then, um, well, we'll judge as to whether or not it's true. Go on, what are your tips? You know what? I... Do you think you've been rubbing off on me a little bit? No, uh. not, that's not outrageous. Um, I think your thing about manifesting actually is true. So I think if you outwardly say, I can't believe I'm saying this, but if oh you outwardly God. say... That's the end of the podcast. I know, I know, we, we've done it. We've, <laughs> we've signed it on the dotted line, it's over, that's it. But I think if you outwardly say to people what you want it will be more likely to come back to you because the more people that know for example if you want a certain thing in your career or if you really love cherry tarts and you tell people about it maybe the next time someone come around to your house they'll bring you a cherry tart Mm -hmm. actually and this has actually happened with grapes Whenever you come round to record this podcast, you bring a punnet of grapes. And it's because my other half, he loves grapes. First time, he was like, oh, my God, I love grapes. And now you keep bringing him grapes. That is the positive reinforcement (sighs) loop of 
You love grapes? I love these grapes. I love being told that you love grapes, so I'm going to bring more grapes. I mean, yeah. So I'd say just say out loud, Charlotte, to people in your life what you want, and maybe your luck will improve. God, I can't... I feel like I've turned into you. What's yeah, going on? Yeah, you get your crystal ball. Oh, my God. Or just... Um, yeah, try and win the lottery. But yes, yeah. That is tricky. Mm. Or don't you have one of those little stones that brings you luck? I mean, that's not my personal opinion. I don't think a stone could bring you happiness or luck, but do you have a, I, do you have yeah, a stone? Yeah, I've got a few lucky stones, a few lucky crystals. <laughs> got a few, lu- a few, got lucky, a few stones. lucky stones here in my pocket, <laughs> love. Dealing them out. Oh, but, you know, anything can be like a good omen or a good a symbol of good luck or a lucky charm because in a way like everything kind of absorbs what we put into it and you can you know I could literally take this water bottle or this phone or this microphone or whatever it was and say okay this is going to be like my lucky charm my good omen every time I look at it I'm going to be reminded of what a lucky person I am and connect with all the things that I want to create and manifest and like a crystal there's certain stuff going on there energetically but you can infuse that into whatever you want so you might just decide my bed is going to be my my palace my chamber of luck from now on and every time you're in it just be calling in everything that you want to create oh my god should i get myself a new lucky charm what can you see in this room that you'd like to something hopefully that i can fit in my pocket is there anything here that you can give me and work some magic on it to be a lucky charm for me? And maybe I'll see if it does any good. Okay, this is not pocket size, but the thing that... that <laughs> is it a dildo? My, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, disclaimer, there's no, no you dildo put that here. There's no dildo. Yeah, the first thing that sprung to mind was the, the plant, because actually what people do... <laughs> it's a two-foot-high plant, just for the record. Yeah, that's, that's not picking it's not fitting going in my pocket. pocket. Realistically, but quite often what someone will do when they want to bring something in to their life. So let's just say, like, you decide, I want to start a new business or I want to have a baby or I want to manifest my dream home, whatever it is, like, a symbolic thing to do is to plant a seed. So you'd Mm. have a pot, you plant a seed, and it's like you're planting the idea into the soil and then every day you water it and you nurture that thing and as you do that act of nurturing the physical seed you're also energetically nurturing the idea of this thing coming into creation so that one i mean it's pretty grown now but you might (laughs) as an idea want to do that for your next whatever it is i like that that's actually cute and helpful Mm. i'm gonna go buy some seeds (gasps) it's happening right mudge before we head off let's do some horoscopes shall we Let's. Right, yours first. Dear Pisces, in the bedroom, you're seeking romance and affection. And your partner tends to be after spontaneity and action, which may not include the tenderness you're craving. This can lead to a little disappointment. (laughs) Was that an eye roll? (laughs) Yeah, eye roll at the word partner. Oh, God. Go I want the word partner. I'm like, 
there's some fairly big contingencies in this horoscope. <laughs> Is it talking absolute trash? Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm obviously hugely biased in wanting these horoscopes to be accurate, but for the first time ever... I mean, this assumes that one has a partner. This this assumes that one is sexually active. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've been abstaining for the past two months. Um, so, yeah, no, for the first time ever, it actually doesn't at all resonate. But it does say this week, so... Bam, chicka, wow, wow. Anything can... could change. I think it's highly unlikely to, but you never know. But can lead to a little disappointment. It... it... It doesn't sound promising, I, does it? Yeah, I think what I'm hearing is continue on this path of, of monk life and yeah, and that's what's best for everyone. Yeah, great. Have you got one for me? I do. Dear Capricorn, you will be glad of a loved one's ability to almost painlessly remove splinters from your backside. What? A chance encounter with someone you hate will leave you feeling bitter and angry today. Well, I know who that person was. That bird that shit oh, on yeah, you. Oh, yeah, sorry, I was thinking, you're the only person I've seen, you and my other <laughs> half. I was like, oh. Yeah, that bird did leave me feeling bitter and angry to the extent that I had to go and buy a replacement bag because it had shat all over it. Oh, my gosh, did you get any any splinters in your backside while purchasing said replacement bag did i no but i mean the day is still young like it could it could happen true true did that resonate at all it could happen metaphorically or literally i mean yeah the chance encounter with the bird it it was very in my opinion unlucky um it does say someone you hate though it doesn't say some animal you hate Maybe, maybe the bird was an, a reincarnation of someone you hate who died. I'm, God, who I'm do I hate that's here. died? God, that's bleak, isn't it? Thinking of people who, who, who've died but that you hated. I know, I know how you, you call them to mind. Who did you celebrate when you heard that they died? <laughs> Who did, you feel, who did you feel relieved when you found out they died? I'm not having this. I'm not being painted into a picture of a villain. This is outrageous. Oh, dear. Actually, oh, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable on this on this chair mud. Um, have you got any any pliers over there? Pliers! I just, just, I just wonder, would you maybe do the honour of removing a splinter from my backside? Mm. Would you? Would you do that for me? Of course. Of course. Prove it. It was absolutely Prove necessary. It. Prove it. If you would be willing to go to the hassle of getting a splinter in your bum just to test whether or not I'd remove it, of course I would do it. But it feels like you should just take my word for it. Save us both the trouble. Well, that's actually it for today's episode and for this first series of Why the Hell Are We Friends? We'll be back at Christmas time with a special festive episode and spoiler alert, I hate Christmas. And I love it. I can't wait. But until then, keep it spiritual. Or just keep it real.
If you've got a crystal ball conundrum you'd like Mystic Mudge or Atheist Alice's help with, just drop us a DM on Instagram at why the hell are we friends?